y'all hey it's me portia oh uh, your host of life be life and podcast hey y'all how y'all doing did y'all miss me <laughs> i mean it's only been like a week but still i miss y'all so yeah i'm excited to be here okay and listen we're recording on uh not Friday night, okay? This is midweek. Um, I missed recording last week um, due to my vacation, vacationing. Um, anywho, but I'm back full-fledged, ready to go, okay? <laughs> Speaking of my vacation, my birthday, the holiday, Christmas, all the things. Um, look at my cup that my best friend got me. Isn't it beautiful? It says, life be life and it got my little logo on there. She's so cute with her fro and my name. Isn't it beautiful? And look, she put hosted by the award-winning podcaster Portia. Oh, period. Okay, because we claiming it and we speaking it into existence. It's going to happen. Y'all heard it here first. All right. Don't be no hater. Don't we rebuke all negative vibes, okay? <laughs> In the name of Jesus. All right. But yeah, I'm feeling good, y'all. I hope y'all are too. Listen, I am super excited to be here with y'all tonight for episode number eight. Okay. And tonight, um, we are going to be talking about, do you have a cap? I'm talking about capacity. Okay. And I know that may sound a little weird, whatever, but we're going to talk about how life be life and when you're not sure or are sure about what you feel you are capable of committing to, okay? Um, that's the whole thing, okay? Uh, us as a people, um, human beings generally, do we really know our full capacity? Like, do we really know, like, what we're fully capable of? Or do we let other people's impressions or... Um, our parents, our friends, our loved ones, our partners, significant others dictate to us what our capacity should be or what should be included in that capacity, okay? We have to be real honest with ourselves and have this conversation with ourselves. And this is a conversation I have with myself. Like everything I do on this podcast, I'm not talking at anybody um, necessarily I'm talking with you all because I'm experiencing this as well, or I've had, I've experienced it and I'm trying to like process it, right? Let's have another conversation about our capacity and what we feel like we're capable of being committed to or committing to, okay? So we're just gonna jump right in to the first segment. Y'all already know, I got some questions, period. You know, y'all already know, y'all already know. So these are a few of the questions that I'm asking throughout this podcast today Uh, first question who is truly in control of your capabilities yeah I pause because I want you to really think about that like who is truly in control of your capabilities you can't go listen I feel like you can't go based off of what other people feel that you're capable of I am i.e guilty of that okay um I stayed stagnant for so long based off of what other people told me I was capable of doing, right? But, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. 
Portia will not be living in that space any longer. And I hope that y'all not either. But just ask yourself, who is truly in control of your capabilities? Second question, when do you know you have reached your max? Max as in the cap, like the you're at your full capacity. When do you know that you've reached that point in your life or in your journey or uh, in your relationship or in your career or in whatever, whatever it pertains to, when do you know? Okay, my third question, why is it important to know yourself in this way? Okay, why is it important for you to know what is your capacity or what you're fully capable of? Why do you think that's important? I think it's very important because it helps you to be guided fully and like um, for yourself, right? Like to know like, okay, I can do this or whatever. So it kind of helps you make decisions and kind of helps you um, be stand more in who you are opposed to not knowing and kind of just winging it essentially but you know um at some part of life you do do that but at some part of life you want to be able to answer why is this important to know yourself in this way okay um and then the last question is how do you execute this clearly okay how do you execute this clearly um clearly as in i guess this will be a communication piece right or a planning out piece or whatever will help you do this how do you do that and and everybody's different everybody some people will do it through communication some people will do it by mapping out everything that they want to do or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish um within your capabilities or whatever this is what you will be answering that question to Okay, so those are my questions for tonight's topic. What is your capacity? Do you got a cap? Okay, (laughs) okay. The kids today, all right, they use that, man, that's cap, a little phrasing, whatever. I say kids today, first of all, I'm 35, so I don't, mm -mm. some things I just don't ascribe to, and I'm not, whatever that's y'all thing that's cool but i i I guess because i never fully understood (laughs) this is my old self coming out now i don't fully understood what they meant by like cap but i also kind of understand so anyway like you capping like you lying like you exaggerating like you um putting a little bit more on it than what belongs on it that's kind of like what cap is that's maybe like you capping or whatever, or they capping, or whatever. But I'm not talking about that type of capping. <laughs> I'm talking about your capacity and what you feel like you're capable of. What's the height of you when you fill your bottle all the way up and you can put your cap on and be like, that's it for me. I can, I have no more space. I have no more room for any other thing or whatever outside of what I've already accomplished or what I've already wanted to do or whatever it is, whatever scenario that's pretty much what we're talking about tonight quick story about me for me where I came into the realization of my capacity because right now I still am filling my cup okay my cup is not full but I have a better understanding of what I'm capable of therefore I know how I want to proceed with filling my cup but my cup is not full 
So I can't come from a place of telling you I've put a cap on my journey in life thus far because I still got a lot more life to live. I got a lot of more goals I want to reach, a lot of more opportunities, a lot of more things I want to do, okay? Um, Which is fine. The whole point of this uh, episode tonight is to think about a particular thing and be honest with yourself whether it be your career whether it be your education whether it be your children your family life whether it be your relationship um because people have expectations of others or their partner that they see potential Mm -hmm. they see potential and want to place you um at that place or want to push you forward but that may not be in your capacity Instead of being honest and saying um, to your partner and that I don't feel like I can do that, we shy away from that conversation or we'll say, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll do, I'll do it. Or no, I don't want to do it. And it's no real explanation, but we'll get further into that. But back to me, (laughs) where I did find that my capacity was full And I'm looking around because, is it really Portia? It's a going, I go back and forth with this all the time, but no, I really feel like I'm full in this space. So the place that I feel like my capacity is full in is where, uh, is me having children, okay? So as you all may know or remember, I have two beautiful girls. They are six and three. Okay, the initial plan, what I thought I would be capable of doing um, and what I had capacity for in my 20s that I when I was talking about having children and me and my husband talked about having children prior to me having my husband, I talked about having a big family because I always loved big families. Right. I wanted like 10 kids or whatever. My grandparents both um, both sides. My maternal grandmothers both have families and my grandfathers have families of brothers and sisters they are 10 plus like kids or whatever and I always thought oh my gosh that's so cool because I just grew up with me and my brother and then my two little sister cousins it was four of us essentially that grew up with each other and I always wanted more I wanted more I wanted a sister I wanted more people around me so I was like When I get grown and I start having kids, I'm going to have a bunch of kids, okay? But then, you know, as life kept happening, life was life I was like, yeah, no, I don't think I want that many. I think I'm okay with having four, okay? I think four is a good number. I can potentially have two boys and two girls or whichever way God see fit. As long as I got some girls up in there and some boys, I'll be cool whatever I mean I'll be cool regardless let's be clear God I'm not I'm cool but (laughs) that was the plan that was what I thought I was capable of that's what I thought I had the capacity for okay me and my husband talked about it and he was like he's okay with three okay and I was like I can compromise with three I wanted four but I can compromise with three that's fine that's that's doable and then we had our first daughter okay and she was so just breathtaking like she was everything we had a gender reveal and all this type of stuff and found out that it was going to be a girl and we really were like praying for a boy to be like the first born you know how that whole thing goes but we were blessed with a beautiful girl and she was just 
everything to me. I even told my family and friends, like, I can't possibly see having another girl because how I'm going to I I love this little girl so much. I don't have the capacity to love another little girl. That's what I thought at the time. Okay. Three years later, we got pregnant again. We did. We didn't do a gender reveal for her. We found out that we were having a girl again. And I was like, oh no, but also yay. Like perfectly healthy, beautiful girl. We did have another little girl and she, oh, I thought my breath was taken away with the first one. Jesus, like I am beyond in all of this little girl as well. Like the love for my girls is truly equal. Like I love them so much. And my family still teased me to say, remember you said you didn't think you had a capacity to love another little girl and look at you. I was like, I know they're both so beautiful and amazing. Anywho. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I thought I had the capacity for. That's what I thought I was capable of. Um, but yeah, back to having the first one. After having the first one, um, and we did wait three years in between, my husband was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> He was good after the one. He said he wanted three, and he was good after the one. He was like, yeah, you know, yeah, um, we could just have one. And I was like, no, we cannot have one. We have to give her a sibling. We have to. That would be boring, okay? And there's no other kids in our family that's small, so she would have been growing up by herself. Like, no, no, no. So I talked him into the second baby and, you know, we got our beautiful baby girl again. So, yeah. Um, but it was like, if I didn't get a boy that second time, because the first one was tough. Again, going back to what I've said prior to people that don't have children and you fantasize about having children, having a family, all that type of stuff. I don't think they fully think out and I say this because I did not. I knew that it would be a lot of work, essentially. And especially as a mom, like I knew it would be a lot of work. But when you actually in it is when you actually know. And that's like pretty much most things in life, right? We can say, oh yeah, I would never do this or I'll never do that or I wouldn't do this or I wouldn't choose to do that. Until you're actually in it, don't say never, baby. Don't say never. And so you actually have to make that decision. Don't say you would never do this or that because you don't know. You just don't know. So you just don't know like what you're capable of or, um, ooh, that's deep. You don't know what you're capable of until you're actually in the situation, okay? So that's why I say no judgment zone, no judging anybody or anything because life is hard. Life is hard at times when you have to make decisions or do things that you probably thought you would never do. Even if the decision is you thought you wanted to have children, we could have easily made that decision after being around other couples that had young kids or babies and stuff like that and seeing how hard it is on them and said, hey, you know what? We don't wanna have no kids at all, okay? But that's not the decision that we made, but anyway, um, I just want us to be um, more graceful and more realistic about 
not saying what you wouldn't do because you don't know until you're in the situation. So, but he was for sure, for sure, like, I don't want him more after this. And I was for sure, for sure, like, I don't want him more after this either. Like, if I don't get this boy this time, oh, well. And I had really good pregnancies outside of morning sickness, majority of my pregnancies, both times. Um, I didn't have any complications. I didn't have any any pains outside of the normal little discomfort I was good I was big as a house with both of them but that was it like my pregnancies were thank you lord okay but um I knew that I didn't want to sacrifice my body again may sound selfish to some but that's my choice okay I sacrificed my body twice and um seeing the effects it had on my body to produce life and even going through the process like it's essentially a year it's 10 months that you're pregnant but it's essentially a year and then it takes a whole nother year for your body to even get back to where it needs to get back to it's a whole thing and I was just like no I don't want to go through that again I don't want to breastfeed again I don't want to do any of those things again (laughs) but then you know I love babies and then I see little beautiful babies and I'll be like oh my god I could do that again or I see my baby's pictures that come up and stuff like that I'm like oh my gosh we make some beautiful babies I want to do it again and then I think about my three-year-old in her current state and I'll be like oh no 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 Portia no because <laughs> she is a handful okay they're both a handful don't get me wrong they both a handful but that littlest one that's birth control I'm good um so (laughs) I've met my capacity I now know what I'm capable of and I am capable of taking care of two children I am capable of that it's a lot of work it's a lot of requirement on me um where they're both in school now so going through that whole process and like everything like it's a lot a lot a lot and I feel at this time in my life that my capacity is at its peak with children okay um again i don't know what the future holds i really don't (laughs) i'm not saying never but i feel and i felt like when i was pregnant with my second daughter that my i was done and i had (laughs) this is you know I had a whole uh, tubalization order in or whatever because I was like, I'm done having kids, like, and I don't want to have no slip-ups anymore. Or not anymore, Lord Jesus, not that. I I didn't have any (laughs) slip-ups. But I didn't want to have any more children, so I wanted to be able to still do the do without the product, okay? So, (laughs) um and my husband talked me out of it. It was like, nah, because I feel like in three years, you're going to want to do it again. It's three years. Okay. Okay. It's three years. And also, a part of me is kind of like, if I did do it again, what if I get another girl? Like, I want a boy. But <laughs> it's I'm not. I, I feel like I'm at my capacity. For real, for real. All jokes aside, I feel like I'm at my, I'm at my capacity for having children and this is I I I was capable I did it and I don't think I need to do it anymore I'm okay with that I'm I'm okay with that decision for real for real 
whatever God has planned or in store, whatever. But no, I really feel like I'm good. I've met, I, I, that's my cap. Them two little girls. Okay. That's my cap. I'm good. (laughs) So yeah, that was one area for me that, um, what my capability was years ago and what it kind of is now. And that's why I like, that goes into my next thing about do having a cap mean that you are closed off to expansion, right? Like, cause if you put a cap on it and it's a hard stop or a hard no for you, which I could easily say that like, no, I'm not having any more kids. I'm gonna do everything possible to not allow that to happen because I don't want it to happen. What if I have a conversation again with someone and say, yeah, I want to do this again or they want, they want to do it. Right. And I'm like, I have to kind of figure that out. Right. Or I can be like, no, like, you know, but, um, and then that would expand me. Right. If I did choose again to open that cap back up, all the things that I said I wasn't going to do again, like it would just expand my, horizon my territory just like my second kid did for my first like it expanded me it will expand me again are you okay with that are you willing to do that these are real questions you need to ask yourself and I feel like yeah even with the second one me talking my husband into it or whatever and he ultimately did it I think I mean even though he was like he was good with the first one but I think he was also like okay whatever I'm okay with it but some people are not so much like that and I I want to warn not warn caution people to not pressure other people to do what you think they're capable of doing just because you think so doesn't make it right for them don't put that pressure on them to make them do something that they feel like they're not capable of And I feel like a lot of times parents can be like that. They tell you when your cap is. And that's not necessarily your place, especially when the kid is grown. But also, I feel like, I mean, how I am raising my kids, I want them to be open to have conversations with me and tell me how they really feel and what they feel like they're capable of doing and what they're capable of not doing and even when I feel like they are capable of doing it I'm always going to encourage them encouraging and pressuring is two different things I'm always going to encourage them to try or apply themselves or to see themselves in a light that they can't possibly see right um, in that moment, in that time, in that space that they're in. Because that can be very true as well. I feel like a lot of parents have good intentions when they are pressuring their kids, but it kind of comes off to the kids like, I don't have a choice, right? And you don't want your kid to feel like that. And also, you don't want your partner to feel like that. You don't want your friend to feel like that. You don't want anybody that you're in a relationship with to feel like they don't have the true choice or if they tell you their true feelings that you won't accept that so therefore they have to go along with the get along and that's not a good place to be in right because nobody wants to be pressured or feel uncomfortable about a decision that they're making or anything like that so we got to be very careful 
when we do certain things like that okay it's a fine line it's a fine line but it's it's a difference between encouraging and pressuring okay so i just want to be clear on that so i don't think like having a having a cap i.e my example of having children if i was asked to have another child i would consider it therefore i am open to taking that cap off and expanding myself more but also again to each his own don't judge nobody for doing what they feel that they want to do you can't tell me what my capacity is no matter what you feel like my situation looks like or whatever like that's not your place to tell somebody what they're capable of doing or what their capacity is and I know in this society that we do that all the time and be like this person should only have this, this, and that, or this person have on this. That ain't your, that ain't your place. Mind your business, mind yourself, okay? In 2023 and beyond, mind your business and mind yourself. This world will be a better place. <laughs> and then, so another part of it is like um, being realistic and being logical, right? So the diff- the dictionary um, describes realistic as or defines realistic as based on what is real rather than what is wanted or hoped for like not impractical or visionary and that's something that's a space that I'm really like working on myself with because I have in the past very much claimed to be a realist but I think I also used to say that because it was easier to not have to not pay attention to the visions to not pay attention to the visionary that's within me um and i'll be like no i'm just realistic like that can't happen for me like no i can't do that but you can (laughs) you can do whatever you want to do like you literally can do whatever you want to do if you apply yourself if you feel like you're truly capable of doing it go for it don't put yourself in a box don't put yourself on the bench get off the bench get in the game play okay i have to tell myself that i've been on vacation for like two weeks um from work and i always take this vacation at the end of the year because my birthday is four days before christmas whatever then I just take off from my birthday and forward um and just return in a new year this vacation I did nothing (laughs) I didn't go anywhere or anything like that I just took time to myself this is what that end of the year vacation is for me end of the year vacation is for me is to just like recalibrate to recoup to relax to reprogram myself okay I was able to do a few things here and there, but that was not the goal. The goal was for me just to relax. My kids are out of school. We all on break. Let's just break. Okay. Um, And I really, truly took advantage of that this year or last year. I reflected on the year and saw like a lot of the stuff that I accomplished in 2022 was not based off of realism. It was based off of vision. (laughs) I, I mean, literally, I was not in positions. Mm. I wasn't in positions or places that I thought I was capable 
of accomplishing on my own and God said otherwise because I had the vision and I still exercise I still executed because of the vision I didn't let my realism stop me therefore the vision came to pass God gave me the vision I didn't this didn't come up out of osmosis or I thought this up on my own only yes I had a part I played in it because I know what I ultimately want but even if I didn't get what I ultimately wanted I got a step closer because God gave me the vision and he said that I could live life and I could live it more abundantly and even if somebody around me or could see or saw what if I would have told them in the middle of me going through it all of what I saw and all of what I thought they would have tried to talk me out of what I was capable of because they couldn't see my capacity they couldn't see what I was capable of but I could see it therefore it came to pass (laughs) I don't know how else to tell y'all like had I stopped myself like I have done so many times in the past I would have been stagnant. I would have been in that same place because I'm a realist and I can't, I can't do that. Mm -mm. You don't have the capacity for that Portia. But no, I do. I do. God is a God that is, uh, will make the impossible possible. Whatever you believe to be impossible, it is possible. If he did it before, he can do it again. Stop limiting him. Again, back to the doubt. Like, and I got that on here too. Doubt from other voices. Me and my dad have been having that conversation a lot lately. Like, we get in this place of doubt because of other voices that we hear. That's not God's voice. That's those demonic voices. That's those other spirits trying to tell you what you're not capable of doing or what your capacity is. That's not God. Because God's word says differently. He said that he can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ever ask or think. So if I thought it, if I had the vision of it, if I could see it, therefore it can happen. So why do we put ourselves in this tiny little box? Why do we put ourselves in those little um, two ounce bottles instead of putting yourself in a big two liter bottle and watching you fill it up, fill it up, fill it up, fill it up? with all the greatness that's inside of you, with all the capabilities that's inside of you. Why we do that? Why do we minimize ourselves? God put way more in me that I'm capable of than two ounces. That ain't nothing. I could drink a two ounce bottle of water in one swallow. That ain't nothing. How about a gallon? Let's go more than a two liter. How about a gallon? Let's fill this gallon up, okay? 
because that's how much greatness is inside of me. Actually, I need two, three gallons. It's overflow over here. You are more than capable of doing what those doubtful voices are telling you. They're telling you that because you're trying to stop the assignment that is on your life. The assignment that is on your life is much greater than you. I truly understand that my purpose in this world and everything I'm experiencing and everything that I am going through is not just for me. I am not that naive or foolish to believe that all of my pain, my suffering, my lessons, my trials, my tribulations is only for me. It is for my children. It is for everyone that I am connected to. It is for generational people, generation to generation to generation. It's for all, this is for to break certain things, to allow new things to come in. This, I am experiencing life in the way that I am experiencing it because my grandchildren, my children's children, children, children are going to have a better life than I am. They're going to have a different point of view. They're going to have a different outlook. They're not going to have to experience turmoil like my ancestors had to experience. That's why we do what we do day to day. So don't let those doubtful voices come in, creep in. Every time you have a good thought, every time you have um, a positive thought, every time you envision yourself doing something great, and it comes in and say who you are, who you think. God don't question you in that way. He don't. He told you he would give you the desires of your heart. If he would give you the desires of your heart, your desire is to be greater than what you currently are. He would give it to you. Especially if your faith within that work. Okay? If you put forth faith within that work, he'll do it. He'll do it. So don't listen to those doubtful voices. You can be realistic, but also don't stay stagnant in that. Don't take that and be like, I'm a realist. It's okay to an extent. If you want greater, you have to be a visionary. So yeah, let's not pay attention to those doubtful voices. And those doubtful voices not only be in your head or in your spirit, or whatever it could come from social media it could come from the people that you love anybody can be used okay let's be clear let's be watchful let's be more aware of our surroundings who we're listening to who we're allowing into our space who we're allowing into our spirit who we're entangling with you have to be more mindful than we have been in the past there's been many of reckless moments I've had in my life and allow certain spirits and people to be around me. Everybody don't deserve your space. Everybody don't deserve your energy. Everybody don't deserve your light. Okay? Be honest with yourself. Ask yourself these questions. Okay? And get in tune with yourself. Don't, don't put a cap on yourself until you feel like you have you're ready to put that cap on. Not based off anybody else. It's you. But also get to the root of why you're putting your cap on that. Me coming to my decision about the kids was more so a selfish thing. Like, I don't want to sacrifice my body now, about. 
that's just that's the real the realest answer I could give you I don't want to do it again okay but that's my decision and that's okay but you may feel differently you may feel like you keep going and going and going like the energizer bunny do you boo do you that's the point do what you feel like is best for you and don't judge the next person for doing what they do for themselves okay we was talking about being realistic and logical and logical definition is an action development decision etc natural or sensible given the circumstances is characterized by or capable of clear sound reasoning like and again i feel like i can be a very realistic very logical person okay um but i don't want to get so caught up in that that i'm not able to see the miracles that god has in store for me that i'm not able to um see the great the great things that can happen um outside of all of that right like god is not a realist (laughs) if he chose to in this very moment to I don't know like paint this wall blue or whatever he can do that if he want to teleport me to another place he can do that that sounds unrealistic that sounds um unlogical like but it's it can happen because what he's capable of has no capacity okay i want us to be more intentional about being real with ourselves about what we're capable of and what our capacity is and be open to an extent right hard stops exist for a reason but also why do they exist again i was kind of tapping on that earlier like um you need to get to the root of why you feel the way that you feel and you need to be able to communicate that to whoever you feel necessary, especially like if you're in a uh, relationship. Be real about um, why you feel the way that you feel and why that's a hard stop for you. No, I don't want to do this, this, is that, whatever. And just let it be known. Communicate it. Be very clear. Very clear. And don't leave... Um, to chance or a space for the other person for their mind to wonder why you aren't doing this and then they build up resentment and all it's a whole thing but if you don't feel like you're capable of doing something you owe that to that person and let them know because if they especially if they placed an expectation on you and very much have let you know what it is and you feeling like this ain't really what I want to do but also I don't want to disappoint this person so I probably need to say something or just do it but again be honest with yourself about what your capacity is because what I may feel your capacity is may not be what you feel period we have to stop okay we have to stop and sometimes you know those hard stops and stuff exist because we feel less than and we don't feel worthy enough or all this type of stuff again it goes back to the voices that we hear that tells us that we're not these things in reality that we are 
we are worthy enough we can do whatever you put your mind to me and my daughters do a mantra every morning on the way to school I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me that is a scripture in the Bible but we use it as a mantra and I have them repeat it over and over and over again like to the point of yelling we start off very low and we start like yelling and like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I truly believe that and I want my children to believe that as well I want them to believe in themselves I want them to see themselves beyond what the world is telling them that they are or what they're capable of doing I want you to see that your capacity is capable of being filled way beyond what you can ever imagine or think it is because God already told us it is so I want you to know that I want to remind you that before you go into that school building and feel less than because you're not getting something or less than because somebody else is answering all the questions or they're, they're understanding more you don't have to feel like that you don't have to feel inferior at all because if you apply yourself if you really want to do it you can do it whatever resources whatever we need to do to make sure it's done we'll do it okay that's my topic for today I know it was a lot in there or whatever but I hope y'all get the picture um please comment and let me know what you think how you feel all of those things i truly appreciate it so i'm gonna move on to my next segment how does life be lifing for you but before we do that we're gonna hear from our very own sponsor chaplainé Hey y'all, hey, it's me, Portia O, your host of Life Be Life and Podcast. And I wanted to show you one of my favorite companies that I use all the time for me and my family, Shop Lene. They have handmade, all natural body butters and body washes, body scrubs, lip balms, candles, everything that you need to make yourself and your skin feel so extra good. Look how she whipped that up. It's so silky smooth and it really does moisturize your body the way that it needs to. I'm telling you guys, you guys, they have so many different options from avocado, mango butter to cocoa, um, shea butter. Like it's so many different options. If you can go check them out at their website, which is shoplanae.com. That's www.shoplanae.com. And she has everything that you need. Go support that small business because life be life. And we're back. Thank you again, Shoplane. I am so excited to use your products all the time. Thank you again for sponsoring this podcast. All right, back to this segment. How does life be lifing for you? I asked my listeners on social media to send in questions. I randomly selected these. Uh, I selected two tonight actually to answer. And it wasn't so much questions today um, because I did ask them the question about their capacity and all that type of stuff. So they just kind of gave me their gist of what they feel or what they, when they know and all this type of stuff and how they come to um, the clarity of it all. Okay. So one of my listeners said, thank you again, girl. Shout out to my TikTok fam. Okay. (laughs) One of my listeners said, typically in the workplace, I have a pretty high capacity. If I feel that I have reached a point where I can't complete whatever the expectation is, I will ask for help. 
and that's good because that's how it should be okay um in the workplace especially i know we go into the work field and be in our careers and stuff like that and feel like we have to be experts in it in order to be respected or be um looked at like oh they got it together or whatever and you can have some knowledge of it or whatever but some places run differently some places do things differently and if you feel like I maybe can't I'm maybe not capable of completing this without a little help it's nothing wrong with that it's no problem to ask for help ultimately we're all working to achieve the goal of making this company great right um so I don't I never understood that why people well I do understand because people are selfish and all self-loathing like they're that's it's all about them self-centered rather it's all about them and you focusing only on yourself but if you really looked at it and stop trying to beat out the other person or be better than the other person we could just help each other we all can be great it's room enough for us all okay but so anyway I agree with her it's nothing wrong with asking for help especially if the expectation is for you to complete something you're not fully you don't feel fully capable or it's not within your capacity to complete it get the help so that y'all can get it done it's nothing wrong with that I totally agree with that and I appreciate you giving me that response about what your capacity is in the workspace okay um, my next person said my capacity is pretty high but I am very good at setting boundaries articulating them and holding to them communication and self check-ins are crucial girl you are speaking my language cuz yeah <clears throat> the old me I But the new me, <laughs> the current me, the work in progress me definitely agrees with you. I feel the same way. I feel like my capacity is pretty high on most things. I'm pretty open to trying and doing things or whatever. But like you said, it's very good to set those boundaries and articulate them and hold to them. I'm really learning this through my children, which is crazy. Not so much set, well, it's setting boundaries. I set an expectation, set a boundary for them. Like, this is what I expect you to do, whatever. Um, I articulate it to them very clearly or whatever, and I hold them to it. It's the holding them to it is the problem for me because I've so long let them just like get away with stuff or like, oh, it's okay, whatever. They're still learning. But now I'm trying to set those boundaries. I'm trying to com be more communicative and be more articulate about what I'm trying, what I want them to do. And I'm holding them to it. So when they don't uh, accomplish what I want them to, i.e., clean up they mess right and i'm this these they have small little goals that they have to do every week this is one of them i'm like y'all need to clean up behind yourselves if you don't clean up behind yourself then you're gonna get an x on the board or whatever and if you get check marks then you guys get a reward and we came up with a reward list and they see all of this or whatever but it's me holding to it that if if you don't do the cleanup or whatever and at the end of the week whatever mommy's gonna take away your ipad like, because iPads are a luxury. It's not a necessity, okay? So, 
you can go play with your toys and all that type of stuff. You don't have to be on your iPad all day. This is something I've allowed them to do. And now I'm trying to let them see the importance of doing um, doing what your mommy tells you to do. Um, and when you do something, how you can be rewarded for that. But, you know, it's it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. And sometimes I'll be like, forget that, whatever. I don't hold to the boundary that I have already set with them. Um, I kind of just be like, or in the past, I would be like, okay, whatever. You can still watch your iPad. It's fine. Like, whatever. But no, no. I have to hold fast and, you know, set that boundary. And, yeah, be real with them. Because it's only going to help us in the long run. They're going to get to the point that it's going to become automatic that they clean up behind themselves. And we won't even have this conversation again about you're not going to get this or I'm going to take away this. It won't even be a thing at that point because it's going to be a routine. It's going to become a habit. But you are the only one that is capable of doing that. If you don't set those boundaries, if you don't articulate that, if you don't hold to it, then you will lose everything that you've put into the pot okay um so yes i agree that communication and self-check-ins are crucial i do self-check-ins if not daily every other day i'm always doing self-check-ins because i do not want to continue to make the same mistakes that i have in the past i don't want to keep doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome i'm tired of it I am not doing it anymore. So, yeah, those self-check-ins, that communication is very key. So, I appreciate you two young ladies. It's my TikTok fam. Hey, y'all. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you giving me your responses to that question and letting me in on how life been life for you, okay? Thank y'all. The last segment. We're here. <laughs> And that is speak life, okay? Of course, we're going to speak life, speak life, speak life. Side note, real quick, speak life is all up and through my planner and my journal that are both available on Amazon right now for purchase, okay? I have a speak life affirmation on every page for every week. Um, so that's 52 weeks. 52 speak lives in the planner and I have about 10 of them throughout the journal so as you journal for a few days few days few days whatever then you come into another speak life just to continuously affirm yourself to remind yourself to get you to see yourself just like you know feel yourself like it's a whole thing it's a vibe so please 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 do me a favor and yourself a favor and go purchase those planners and those journals and get in tune with this speak life because that's what we do over here so again this is the segment where i leave you with a call to action for yourself and me okay um so i'll leave you with these words to hold on to until next time today's affirmation is i am living the life i was brave enough to create again today's affirmation is i am living the life i was brave enough to create okay you heard it you say it you write it down and remind yourself to speak it and make it happen because child life be life in us all 
I love you all dearly. Thank you for your support. And thank you for listening to me on Life Be Life and Podcast. I will see y'all next week. Bye.